0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new channel, a brand new Spotify playlist. Welcome to the Shine a Light podcast. Now, my name is Ross. You may know me as Layers. You may know me as Dorossy FC But today. I'm gonna be your host for hopefully a while now on a podcast focus. Now, if you do know me, welcome. And if you don't know me, welcome as well on this podcast. We're gonna be discussing a whole lot of different things. Now the world at the moment is a very tumultuous place. A lot is going on, lockdown, George Floyd, Black Friday's movement. There's a lot to talk about, but we can't fit it all in today. So today I'm gonna be talking a little bit about myself, what I do and what kind of things I like and what's going on in my life as well, so a little bit of something different then, hopefully coming up in the week later, we'll have something on George Floyd and the Black Rights Movement, which needs to be spoken about and the standpoint shown and as much support shown possible, and then secondly sports a big thing for me, so the third podcast will be a sports talk thing and I'll get lots of different people on there in the future, and lots of different people on this podcast in general, so if you are interested in speaking with me and doing a podcast in the future, let me know content creator or not, or whatever platform you're on, TikTok, YouTube Spotify, whatever, I'm happy to uh, join up with you or if you want me to come on yours that's equally good but on with today's podcast so firstly i think it's good to introduce who i am my name is ross i am currently 17 years of age i've just finished my a levels in a very premature way as they got cancelled and i've been a content creator for about two years now so for me the journey of video making began in a I think it was an early year 11. I've been 15 years of age, I'm one of the youngest, I'm little kids, I'm the August borns, and but it was something very, very different for me. I was not a very outgoing person in the slightest, I was very much in my own bubble. I would do my own thing, and that would be, I wouldn't step out of that zone. But then, I really enjoyed the likes of uh, Mini who was someone that really got me into it, originally Biza for those of you that are very niche on your FIFA, and obviously the likes of the KSI's, that kind of thing, there's an influence for every single kid that's British that does YouTube, so that's no different, regardless of who I think KSI is an influence wherever you may go, but I kind of decided in any them to start a YouTube channel, Now probably not the smartest time to, uh, just with your GCSE start, uh, of starting that year and happening, but I did it anyhow, and... I didn't have a whole lot of luck. I had a gaming channel, I was very minimal. Not folk I didn't have a lack of focus. I put a lot of time into it, but my videos weren't great. So nowadays, thankfully, two years on, probably more than that, actually. I think my first video was September 4th. 2017 i've got a new channel layers that i've begun in the past two months that's been going strong so far at 52 subs so far and just i think 6,000 views already which is very very nice to see we talk about sports we talk about television and yeah i want to try more and bigger things in the future once we're able to do that as well i want to go to football matches i want to travel to places there's a lot that i want to do but originally my channel was gaming gaming was my original thing but i've kind of i've kind of stepped off of gaming a bit Actually, in recent, it's got to be said. The one game that I originally always did was FIFA. FIFA was my thing, but recently FIFA's blown off for me. I've, I think I'm a bit sick of the community. To be honest, I dislike a lot of the people. Not the people that I know. The people that I chat with are great. No, no slander on their part. But some of the people in the VG, especially Ultimate Team, I'm just not a fan of the way that they act. Especially those higher up, and just the energy that is presented in that community is just not a very nice one for me. In terms of games. F1 2019 and F1 2020 in a month's time is my go-to as it currently stands. In terms of other stuff, Rocket League's, a belter, and there's not a whole lot lot that I'll play, maybe I'll jump back on FIFA at some point but unlikely to be. So other stuff that I mentioned, other content, I have two other forms of content as well as this um, podcast which is hopefully going up on both Spotify and YouTube in two separate streams. First up I have a YouTube channel, my main port of focus that is called Layers two r's go check that out for sure Whereas as i said a second ago all types of content and then secondly i have a blog that nobody actually knows about this blog as of yet i've been working on it for the past month or so whilst lockdown has been going on creating a website And in the future i may turn it into whatever it needs to be but for now it's a blog where again i'll talk more on football more on a day-to-day basis kind of thing and more every single day hopefully whereas this will be hopefully three times a week two to three times a week fingers crossed if things do go to plan if I do have notes below on what I want to talk about. We're not going into this completely blind. So, I've realised after two years of content, unless you're the funniest lad in the world, that just does not work. So, today I thought I would talk about lockdown because I was going to talk about the whole black rights movement and how that's going in the second podcast today. I thought lockdown. There's nothing more topical other than maybe George Floyd, than that. Lockdown, we've had the virus now for, I believe, mid-March, the first cases started coming in, late-March, the first deaths started coming in. Positive time to start my channel, now I think about it. But anyhow, that is how it went. Obviously, my A-levels got cancelled, so I was like, fuck it, jump on the YouTube train. We need to get back into the business. So that's exactly what I went and did. And for me, lockdown hasn't actually been too bad, to be honest. I've had a chance to work on my videos, and also a chance to just slow down, because... For me personally, it was very much I'd stopped YouTube around t- beginning of 2020. So from January 2020, which was December 2019, through to March 2020, I didn't make content. It was really weird to me, because I've been that was my thing. I would get up, I'd do my schoolwork, I'd make videos, that would be what that would be my thing. So if me not doing that for three months was one of the weirdest things I've ever been through. I felt like I was in purgatory, slightly like I was working plowing through the A levels. But then, at the same time, I had this demon in the room that I was just waiting to get back to. And for me, actually, obviously, none of it's not, some of the stuff's not happening. For me, it was Euro 2020, which I'm excited to see come back, hopefully next year. And also, of course, returning to making YouTube videos. My plan would have been... What is it now? It's early June, so... My plan would have been, hopefully, i would be starting content very, very soon. Yes, because the Euro's beginning soon. I think my exam's finished on June... The 13th, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, I think it's maybe it's July. Actually, I can't remember. But my exams were finishing pretty soon around this period, so we think that now would have been the time. But whilst on the topic of A levels, continue with that for a second. In the A levels, actually, when the virus came, so A levels before it comes is a re- it's an interesting one. It's a lot more tense than the GCSEs. In GCSEs, there's not a whole lot of tension. People are kind of like. That there, there is a lot of tension, there's not a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension in GTCs. that nobody knows what's going on but at the same time someone decided now's the perfect time to do the lawnmower. I love that, but... I think I need to kill my mother, but um, the thing with GTCs, is no one knows what's going on. It's the, it's the first rodeo, no one really knows what's happening and so you're kind of working in your own space and it, it's not pressured, it's not as intense in the difficulty is not particularly tough in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, when you look at it, it's really tough because you're panicking, you're like, what the fuck? What happens if I fail this, whatever, what that and the other. So it's tough at that aspect, but then A levels, the competition is raised. Everybody is now on their game, they know what's coming. They're still tense and reeling for the first time a little bit. For me personally, I wasn't too nervous because I kind of have a mentality where if it fails, it fails. You've learned other things along the way, and for me, that's the kind of mentality that I went into the A-Levels with. I went in as a proper bottom student in two of my subjects. I have maths, economics, and history. History, I was fairly comfortable throughout a kind of B, C grade. Hopefully, I've got a B. Fingers crossed, that's where I got in the mock. But then my other two subjects, economics and maths, I was a little bit off the radar. So, maths, I got a B, or a 6, at the end of my GCSEs. But then, well into about Christmas, I realised I was absolutely fucked when it came to the A Level Maths course because that shit was tough. We'd had about a class of 18 originally, dropped down to a class of about 13, so already a lot of the lower people had been cut out, and I was next on the chopping block. That's when I started to switch it up, started to put in a bit of work on that subject, and obviously things have improved. i got a D in the latest mock, but I should be working towards a C. Hopefully, fingers crossed, getting that when it comes to the final exams. The reason being that I got a D was because I absolutely shanked mechanics. I, for those of you that do maths, you've got stats, or those of you that don't do maths, you've got stats, you've got mechanics, and you've got pure. Pure's kind of in the middle. Pure's like, it's horrible to do, but for me personally it's not the worst. A lot of people are not big fans of pure, especially once you get to your integrations and your differentiations and wherever you want to go from there and complex trade. But pure's not awful. There's bits you can get, bits you can't get. Stats, for me personally, very easy. I think there's a lot of people that are either stats people or mechanics people. Plus, you have the impact that those people that do physics have such a big advantage when it comes to mechanics going in. But I could not do science to save my life. So going into it, I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, if we can pick up five marks, that would be lovely. I didn't pick up, I got three out of 30 on... I hate well, Lomo is, but I'm... Um, I got 3 out of 30 on that original maths uh, mechanics math paper, no, 3 out of 50, 3 out of 50, it was an absolute disaster. Thankfully, and that that was a U obviously, I I pulled it back with the stats where I got uh, I believe an A, and then in the middle I had my C slash D grade with my pure, which is a little bit less. So it'll be interesting where that all comes out, and the third subject I did, was economics. Economics is a different ball game. The reason economics is a very different ball game is because you're going in blind, but everyone's going in blind. It's more like the GCSE, so the subjects, for those who are not at A-levels yet, or are going to or have done A-levels, will know. The subject is new. Something like history or something like maths you know the basics. You know what's going on. It's that bit more advanced. With economics, you come in, you have no knowledge. And the worst thing that actually happened was the first day, the teacher walks in and just says, okay. Write something you know about economics on the board, everybody is just shitting, so <laughs> it's like, yeah, we well, you should have had a passion for the subject, so I assume you know some stuff? No, sir, nope, not in the slightest so that that was uh, a <laughs> that that was an absolute disaster when that came up, but slowly you get into economics a little bit more and it, it, it's more of a steady incline then the second year of econ you see a big rise as people really start to understand the subject it's a little bit more. Back to basics when it comes to economics in first year, but as you flow into it, it gets better and a little bit easier, other than those bastard 25 markers, which are a nightmare. But, obviously A Levels got cancelled this year, I got the cheap route out, maybe, who knows, maybe I'll be happy with it, maybe I won't, we'll see what happens in the future with that, but for now, I've got my own free time, it's very strange, everyone else is working, everyone else is working, my dad's got a job, No one works around the house, well I've done a bit around the house to too, uh, my brother's got school, albeit we'll it's year 9 school and he seems to be some, some, drawing a lot of the stuff and watching documentaries, but I guess there's some work in it, me, I don't mind it, it is a slowdown after A-levels because bal- um, balancing content and balancing A-levels is actually really difficult because you've got the content which can take up, if you're like me and you're really into it, a few hours per day. Right now, obviously with lockdown, I spend six, seven, eight hours a day. But when you're in schoolwork, you've got maybe three hours a day. So you, you get up like quarter to six. You work on for me maths because I was shocking at it before school. So you have the time after school to work on your content. So you get up early about quarter to six to work on your content. Oh, uh, work, work on your A levels for me maths. Then you go to school, work through. I'd normally stay till around four thirty stop working there and then you go home from about 5 o'clock to about 10 o'clock you work on content, recording, editing, uploading, all that for jam and then you start on the next day about 10 o'clock and you start again at 5.45 so it's very very intense in terms of schedules you can wear down quite quickly but it, it was fun at the same time, I enjoyed doing the A levels and maybe I'll be there next year, who knows, I don't know what I have planned in terms of uni it's a very nasty situation that we have at the moment where you could miss out on a lot if you're headed to uni this year, thankfully I wasn't so I've got my options open, which weirdly enough puts me in possibly a good position, which you would not have expected going out of it, but that's just the way that it is. In terms of other stuff for me, in terms of lockdown, for me, one of the big things, I've watched a lot of Netflix, I can't lie, I've caught up with a few things, starting to get myself a little bit cultured, so I've watching a lot of films, I've seen Extraction, that was very good actually, um, Six Underground was a top, top film, a lot of criticism, but I was a big fan of it, I thought Ryan Reynolds and that group were very, very funny in that, then Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I've smashed through in about two months, six seasons of it. Sadly, season seven is not on Netflix, so I can't watch that. But I have seen all five, first six, and what's that, 140 episodes in the first six seasons. That was quite a lot in itself. I'd like to see season seven when it comes out, but it is what it is. Other shows I'm watching, I'm getting into money hearts. I'm getting into money hunts I've only been starting start watching it in the last week or so, because my dad said it's an ass show, but then the ratings are through the roof. So I've given it a go, and I can't lie, I'm kind of hooked. I'm kind of hooked. I'm only on episode seven of part one, but I'm already pretty hooked on the show I can't wait to see where that goes in the future. I don't know whether the show's finished or not. And I, I, I love a show with lots of different directions with it, where you're not focused on one character, you've got lots of different angles, lots of different main characters, lots of different plots. I liked Riverdale in that respect, actually. Make what you will. I like, but then season four was absolute ass, let's be honest, they dropped half the characters off the map. The story disappeared and then they killed off someone. It, it was an awful season, it was an awful season. Hopefully it gets cut for season five, obviously it's not they have seven seasons. God, God help the actors on that one, but they have seven seasons that they've all committed to. So I feel bad for them in that respect, in what they've done there. Then the other shows I'm looking at, I'm a big uh, historical kind of Viking era programmer, so... I'm catching up, I've got Amazon Prime 30 day trial because I'm a cheap ass at the moment so I'm catching up on season 6 of Vikings and then also I've watched recently The Last Kingdom season 4 which is one of the best shows I have seen all time Last Kingdom is a top tier show if you haven't watched Last Kingdom I won't spoil too much but basically it's a little bit like Vikings it's set in your 9th, 10th century middle age kind of time where you follow the story of a man called Uhtred who kind of is uh, He's a Saxon, but he's brought up by Danes, but then he returns to the Saxons. And it's all around the time of Alfred the Great um, building the first England. You get lots of great villains, like Siegfried, Eric, they're two of my favourites. Aethelwold, I say that. I won't say they're dead, but they're kind of dead. It's such a brilliant show that you need to go and check it out. Lots of dynamic characters. Finn and Citric need to stay alive for as long as possible, because partners of Utrecht do not have a, a good rap in this show. I mean, rest in peace, Alec. But hopefully they last for a long time. And then Vikings, of course. It's an interesting one. I don't mind the new plot that they've had with it. I think it's quite cool how they've diversified and made it all about the Suns, and you've got all these different angles going about, but, obviously, rest in peace, Björn, my mum hasn't seen the show yet, so I don't want to say that too loudly. Gave away a slight spoiler on that the other day, but... I haven't got too much to talk about other than that. The one thing I would say is I'm very pleased to see live sport returning. Firstly, because it does a godsend for me with content. I can now make more videos on sport. It's easier to talk about sport when it's going on. Obviously, I think the Formula 1 comes back on the 5th of July with the Austrian Grand Prix. We have eight races confirmed for the season already, and hopefully we'll get an Asian, kind of Pan-American section of the season as well. Because so far we have two Austrian Grand Prixs confirmed, two British Grand Prixs confirmed, Catalonia, Monza, Spa and Hungary, the Hungarian, are all confirmed for the season through from about early July to the end of or early September when they're coming out. So it's good to see the racing is back as well. Do I think it damages the integrity of the winner? No, but I'm not gonna go into a whole in-depth argument. Who do I think will win? It's gotta be Lewis Hamilton. I think he'll adapt to the situation best, better than the likes of Charles. Sebastian's lost his headler, it would be cool to see him win it in his last season with Ferrari after five years of struggling. And football! Football's coming home as well, 17th of June. Football is back, that is brilliant to see as well. Other than that, I really need to drink some of my looks thing, but. Manchester, well, sorry, Liverpool have quite comfortable to run the league, but elsewhere we have a lot of good fights. We've got Chelsea, fingers crossed we can get a Champions League spot for next year. If it does, go ahead. And then we have six teams scrapping out for relegation. If you haven't seen my video on where I did my Premier League predictions for the end of the season, be sure to check that out. Also, I will do a Formula 1 predictions video in the coming weeks. When we get close to the start date, my predictions were Brighton, Villa and Norwich are the teams headed down. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments down below. Other than that, in terms of stuff to cover, that's mostly about me. That's what I do. Content, A levels, or did do A levels, sport, a bit of football, a bit of Formula One, a little bit of Netflix thrown in there, and then a whole lot of video content. Blogs, videos, podcasts, the whole damn lot. So if you want to meet with me or do a podcast with me, content creator or not, as I said earlier, I would love to do that in the future. Other than that, goodbye, thank you, subscribe, and peace.